French fried potatoes. One oh potato, two potatoes, three get this potatoes, four, five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes, one potato, two potatoes, three potatoes, four, five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes, more. Potatoes. Welcome to the Potato League Podcast with your hosts, Dan and Tom. Thanks, DJ. Thanks, DJ. Uh, welcome to episode 338. Just uploaded 337. Um, that was recorded. That was when we re-recorded midweek. Yeah. We're closer to our normal yeah. day today. Uh, we recorded that last one July 5th. Today is the 17th. Yeah. Um, we talked about in that one, because I, I always have to kind of listen back to chunks to, to know what to even title it, because I don't remember what we talked about. Um. <laughs> And I couldn't remember if we talked about it uh, as much off as on about the plan to watch all the Michael Bay oh, stuff. I think we did it on air. We did, quite yeah, a bit. Good. So, um, go I was able Bayham. I was able to, I, I can't, I'm, I'm shocked you could, You didn't go with Baywatch. It's summertime. Oh, if I had thought of that, yeah. But... I told you. I, I know. handed it to you. I know. Um, so... Uh, the Bayhem Bay Watch. Yeah, <laughs> we did watch. Uh, well, that what did I want? What was that on? Maybe it was they talked about it in the Caravan of Garbage, uh, Garbage, the behind the scenes stuff where he has specially made Nikes that say Bayos on them. That that tracks. <laughs> that sounds right. That sounds uh, about. But anyway, uh, so we talked about that quite. So I was able to. Uh, I just titled the last one because we talked about uh, the Rock's career and the rundown and all that stuff. And I also watched The Rock, which sort of, sort of leads you into yeah. Michael Bay uh, through like one degree of separation. So I just called it The Rock, both movie and person, and then yeah. uh, Michael Bay. So um, you have uh, ripped through most. Of? I, I would one- not say ripped. Do you have one left? I I am on the last of the Transformers now, but to say I have ripped through them <laughs> would um, be an under. Would, it's tough. Yeah, I, I I texted you this morning. They are both impossible to watch in one sitting. Yeah, and very difficult to watch in multiple settings. <laughs> it's hard to go back. Yeah, hard to go back to that world. Yeah, so it's one it's one of those weird films that it's just they're difficult to watch no matter how you consume it. Yeah. I mean, maybe now that, like, I will have seen them all once, I could watch them while doing something else. I don't know why I would want to. Let's go back uh, before we get into Transformers. I've got a lot to say about Transformers. And I haven't seen any of them, uh, raising my hand to be honest, I haven't seen any of them in, I don't know. Well, this is my first time watching anything past Dark of the Moon. Not Dark of the Moon, uh, Revenge of the is Age of Extinction the first Mark Wahlberg? That is the first okay. Mark. That's the last one I saw, and it was probably about. Uh, it was probably on streaming a year after it came out, so 2015. I would have watched it. I'm not 100 percent sure I watched the whole thing, mm-hmm. so I've seen like at least four and a half, three and a half mm-hmm. of the Transformers movies. But I have I endlessly watched the pitch meetings. Uh, I've now watched the Caravans of Garbage twice. I watched the supercut of the Caravan of Garbage yeah. of all of them, which is an hour and forty minutes. I could have actually watched a Transformers actually, movie. No, you could not have. Actually, no, I could all not have. Longer than an hour yeah, forty-five. That's, that's Some true. Some of them gratuitously so. <coughs> yes, I, I should have known that because they do talk about so that in the Caravan of Garbage. Age of Extinction is two hours and forty-five minutes long. 
And there is, that is no goddamn that reason is, for that. None. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And but yeah, I remember they put up the runtime of all of them and like the first one is like 234 and it's the shortest one or some shit yeah. or 223 or something. Um let's go back to we both watched Armageddon because mm-hmm. this that, I don't know if that kind of sort of started the whole I Michael think it did conversation. To watch it and... Yeah, cuz we had uh and since watching it she has blamed me for picking it, which I did, but I thought it was a joint let's watch this dumb movie again because it's fucking dumb. Oh yeah. Um, but at least that one is, it's entertaining as hell, but it's really dumb. Oh yeah. Uh, my, my, I, I very rare, uh, rarely put, uh, put reviews up. Yours is, uh, you gave it four stars, which is very kind. I enjoy it. I do. Bayhem just... at its pure, in its purest, most enjoyable form, by far the best cast. Well, that's true of yeah. all his movies. And per usual, they throw logic out the damn window. Criterion director's cut even has a scene with Lawrence freaking Tierney. Yeah, playing Bruce Willis's dad. Uh, what was what was the scene? Oh, it was just them talking. Okay. About, you know, him accepting the mission. Oh, okay. And his dad going, you got any work for me? Like, legit. <laughs> but it's... So, yeah, I mean, it was Lawrence Tierney, like, right before he died. That's so actually it, pretty... It's not funny. It is actually kind of funny. Because one of my my biggest issue with this movie other than the obvious why are they training logic yeah uh, yeah <laughs> other than a lot of the obvious like things yeah. uh such as the ridiculousness of the mission and why don't you just train the i, I can't i can't imagine it's harder to train uh yeah. astronauts to be drillers than drillers to be astronauts especially when you but, get into it you only need like three people that really know how to drill yeah. You don't need his whole I'm taking my whole team. You don't need Harry's whole team up I'm going to do you this. I'm going to want my just men. Harry and Ben, most likely. Yeah. Uh, so, that that scene would have taken place in this window that I really had the biggest problem with. Because my, my review, and I don't write many, is this movie spits in the face of its own ticking clock so many times, I don't know why they bothered with the time crunch at all. Because everything... They're always like right down to the second, and whatever they need to do would take way longer. Oh yeah. Than the amount of time given. Yeah. The first, like truly egregious part of this is they fly out to get Harry on the on the thing. They fly him back, presumably as fast as possible, back to wherever yeah. NASA. Which, he, if, if I remember, the clock was something like sixteen hours or something. Like almost a full day had passed. By the time he gets back. Yeah. So they get back to, and they're having the conversation, trying to tell him about the, the asteroid is mm-hmm. a coming and all this stuff. And then when he does, I'm going to want my men. This is all presumably the same day, right? Yeah. This all takes place in the same day. Well, at most, let's say two days. Yeah. And, so then, And his team has fucking dispersed across the world. Yes. <laughs> which is ridiculous in and of itself. But the worst one, AJ has started a fucking company. Yeah. And he has equipment and signage and all of the... Yeah. It's, it's been, been a two, day. Yeah, it's been a day and a half, two days at most. He got fired yesterday. And here's the thing, too. They were drilling. <laughs> they found oil. Yes. Harry yeah. leaves, and they all just, they like, all well, just fuck, fucked off. Shut it down. Right. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Shut it down. Harry's gone. We gotta close. Like, you guys just discovered... Just, you guys got oil. You just, should be working that now. 
just shutting down, even if uh, once... It, it feels like shutting down would take at least yes, a few days. a couple of days just to safely... <laughs> yeah. So Who's spe- on the rig now? So you're not spewing just oil into the ocean while Harry's hey, off. Guys, this looks good. Let's, let's go. So, again, why even... Why put that kind of crunch on it, then, if yeah. that's not even... Make the training... Make it less than fucking 18 days away. I, I don't fucking know. Yeah. But... Because the only reason I can imagine for that was to give each character, like, their own little moment to show their personality. That's like, fine. Like, Busemi goes, gets hookers. You could still do that, but you let know? a couple days go by. Yeah. Or at least show AJ, like, in the uh, planning stages of, like, he's been fired, now i got to plan something. Yeah. He's already got a fucking operation going. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then every time there is any... So, there's fucking two ticking clocks for the nuclear warhead. Yeah. Come on, yeah. man. On top of the ticking clock of the asteroid. Yeah, the, in the distance line there, yeah. Which, of and course, we know... Of course it's going to get right up to that line. We know it yeah, is. Sure, sure. So, don't even... Don't even bother with pretending like it's not going to go right up to that ticking line. We know yeah. it's going to go up to that line. Uh, Otherwise, you wouldn't have stated it. R- right, yeah. I, I understand getting up to the point of your ticking clock. One, once you've done it, like, three times already, it mm-hmm. gets old. Yep. Um... And then also, the way that the characters respond to the ticking clocks, like, through two, we've only got like 10 seconds here situations, Bruce Willis just monologues. Yeah. You don't have time for that. Oh, but they do. <laughs> and he doesn't, he's already present, been presented as a no-nonsense, get-her-done type, type of yeah. guy. He wouldn't have done that. Or... One would think he would One would think he wouldn't. Um, and then when, like... They're also very cavalier of like, uh, hey, your friend's dead, but let's keep going. Yeah. I mean, which I know you have to do, but and like, they don't even yeah, react it's funny to like, it. Like, I f- you forget Owen Wilson even dies. Yeah. And the other guy whose name I don't even remember. Bear. No, not Bear, because isn't Bear Michael Clark Duncan? No. Oh, wait, no, yes, no, you're right. Uh, but the, uh, the other The other, other big one, guy. The other, were... the other guy that could have been Bear. <laughs> oh, no, not even him. Not even the, over- not even the overall cowboy guy. Uh... The guy who looks like Haystack Calhoun, not him. There's like another nondescript guy on the. Oh, team. there's one guy that has. I don't even yeah. know if he has a fucking line. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you forget he even dies. Oh come on. Because it's like just so quickly. Oh, he's dead. I hate that they do this. And I know Owen Wilson was. It was Max was the other big guy. Yeah. And then. Who's no? Uh, uh, Gruber was it? Gruber? I don't know. No, Gruber was one of the... I don't know who that is. That's not him, though. It was like... I bet it was this guy. I don't fucking know. Might have been him. Who knows? I, who knows? There's no. Who knows? But anyway, yeah, he had like fucking two lines. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so when, when Max's thing blows up, and of course, once again, they think that they're mm-hmm. doomed, and fucking AJ, who has driven presumably... A minimum of 30 miles. Yeah. On an asteroid. Oh, yeah. I'm forgetting a part where he jumps over a fucking... Where he jumps jump. from, like, one yeah. part to the next. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip over that. Yeah. Just the sheer distance mm-hmm. that he had to travel, and there was nothing stopping them. For other than that one fucking Grand Canyon they had to jump across. Yeah. There was... It was all completely passable. He drives 30 miles in, like... An whereas, hour? Whereas everything else has, like, razor rock. Yeah. That is, like, hazardous everywhere. And, like, he did all this in, like, a span of two hours. So you're telling me he was fucking cranking. He's going about 60. 
you know. Come on. <laughs> uh, and then when they get there, they've only got, I don't remember how much time they had left when by the time he gets there. But it wasn't even enough time. And I, I look, I've never drilled uh, into an asteroid. Mm-hmm. I've never set up to drill into an asteroid. It's got to take longer than two hours to clear out a fucking destroyed yeah. explosion and to get him in place and get drilling again. Well, remember, too. Um, it's got to. It took hours to get, like, 50-something meters. Right. Hours. Right. And they lost their first drill bit. They then yeah. go through, like, 700... feet. 50 feet. Yeah. They then go through 750 more feet in, like, no time, because he figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again... I don't watch this film for logic. For, this film, for me, has a soft spot because I was working at Movie Gallery when this came out. Yeah. It was one of, like, the first movies we got, like, a hundred fucking copies of. So, like, when it came out, like, our company was like, "Play, you can go ahead and play this on the TVs. Yeah. To get people to fucking rent it. And I cannot even tell you the amount of times I had to watch this. And it just, you know, it just, it, I saw it in the theater. I saw it a million times on home video, on VHS. It just grew on me, so now I have, like, a soft spot for it, because it's, like, 98, 99 for me was, like, prime movie watching oh, in yeah. my youth. So, plus, I'll always love Billy Bob in this movie. Billy Bob was fucking awesome. Billy Bob's the best part of this oh, yeah. movie. Oh, yeah, easily. Um, my, my, on, my other... Only other, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> that is not true. My other really big... Uh, thing that doesn't make any sense, is, and I know it was just for the comedic Steve Buscemi scene. Oh, Space Madness? Yeah. Space, del- space, space del- Dementia. Dementia, yeah. Because that's what Andrea kept chanting when it came on. Why was there a remote-controlled Gatling gun? You know. I'm not done. And who took the time to set it up? Yeah. They're on very, very limited time. And someone, presumably important... Mm-hmm. Took the time yep. to unload, open presumably open some sort of case, assemble, mm-hmm. hook up, and power on mm-hmm. a remote controlled Gatling gun. And what was its purpose there? Exactly. You it had no purpose. Other than like you, maybe shoot smaller asteroids coming in, at which point uh, I don't I don't know about none that. None of them are soldiers. <laughs> There's not a soldier really on board. I mean, I guess a couple, could, a couple I Air Force you pilots. Can, you can count, count William Finkner, I guess, but he's an Air Force pilot. Yeah. He's not. He's not soldiering. There's no space <laughs> marines. Uh, it, it had no purpose to be. It, there was no reason for it to be there. Someone wasted time setting it up. Mm-hmm. And also, look, we've seen The Martian. NASA cares about weight. Yeah. Why the fuck would you have? I mean, it had to have weighed hundreds of pounds oh, between yeah. ammunition and the. The uh, well, unit just, itself, especially with weight, considering the size of the crew you yeah. are sending up, you are sending. I don't think NASA's ever sent up that many people. That right, yeah, because there's like, yeah, especially considering two of them are big, giant fucking dudes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's just bananas. Yeah, and then uh, the other thing, and this is this w- is the first example of of it, and it really he really leans into it in the Transformers movies. He has a real, we talked about this the other day, a real hang-up with fathers and their daughters' sex lives. Oh, yeah. It is. It's a thing for Michael Bay. Like, let's stop talking about mm-hmm. Liv Tyler's whatever. I don't know how would you even say that. 
Yeah, because <clears throat> yeah, again, like, Andrew and I talked about when, when I came, because he's talking about, like, I want you to be blah, 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 I'm married, and it's like, then why isn't she in college? Right. Somewhere else? Right. Why is she, you're surprised that she's only dating a, a roughneck when she's grown up on oil rigs and right. only dealt with oil rigs. And again, you're shocked that she's that she's interested in the hot 24-year-old guy when she's surrounded by yeah. greasy 45-year-old guys. Yeah. Weird. Come on, dad. It's either him or <laughs> Owen Wilson. Come on. And you've already said that Ben Affleck was like the second best. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um bad it, life choices. It's not just and it's not just uh that it, Bay seems to have a hang-up about this sort of thing because it comes back again and again in his Ooh, movies. Does it ever? Um, it's how much time he spends on it. Like that scene is long, mm-hmm. and it comes up over and over and over in the movie. Every time you think you've had your last Harry and Grace talk about who she's having sex with yeah. and if she's old enough and all this stuff and her purity. Mm-hmm. You're not. They're going to talk about it again. Yeah. And purity. again. That's the word I was looking for. The purity balls. Because oh that, that... When we get to the Transformers film... It gets downright creepy in the Transformers But yeah, films. it's like... I get why they had to have it at first. That way, Harry gives his blessing and has that nice yep. little heart-to-heart moment at the end. Yep. All it needed was him walking in and seeing them in the bed together and being like, I don't approve this. Not... I'm going to go get a shotgun and start firing wildly on a very dangerous oil rig. Right. To the point where, oh, and in front of investors. Right. Yeah. Harry apparently loses, who is, you know, calm and cool and collected the best in the biz, loses his fucking mind regularly. Yeah. If oh, it yeah. just involves his daughter. Seems to. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else you got from Armageddon? Anything? Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah. It's long. It's very long, but again, uh, it, it, it's a fun movie. It's again my my so far I won't rule them all out. So far, it's my favorite Bay film. Um, I think that's by a, by a good margin. Yeah, <laughs> sad to say, it makes more sense than most. Yeah, um, some of the Transformers ones are pretty rough. Um, again, great cast. Uh, you know, you got Peter Stomari Stomaring it up as a Russian. Yeah. Uh, Will Patton as his supporting role. You know, solid guy. Right. Uh, Owen Wilson being in it briefly. Michael Clark Duncan. Um, yeah, we talked about Buscemi. Yeah, it's just... It's a fun film. Um, and it keeps... It, again, it keeps a lot of Bay's Bay-isms to a minimum. <laughs> mostly. Yeah. Um, at lots of lens flare, lots of... Oh, there's a shitload of lens flare. Lots of lens flare, lots of low swooping shots. But the low swoop is his calling card. Yeah, I mean, I I bet he even has a name for it. I mean, we just gave it a name. I, I don't know what yeah. the official. Uh, it's like the technique. circle knee crane or something. Yeah, I don't know what the actual camera technique is, but I'm sure he has a name for it because he does it a fucking lot. He does it. I, what I've noticed is he does it every time someone gets out of a car. Oh God, yes. Every single time someone gets out of a car, it's fucking low angle and it swoops. Yeah. It's it's. 
It's to the point that at some point the DP is just going to be like, can I do something else? Well, I'm Please. glad you brought that up, though, because... Can I do anything else? There are some amazingly beautiful shots. There sure are. In some in base films. Especially the first one. The first Transformers movie, yeah. there are some very nice, cool shots. Yes, yeah. and I've noticed across all of them, there are some shots in his films where I'm like, fuck, that's like a one perfect shot type of yeah. you know shot. It's a shame it's buried amongst everything else. Yeah. Because like you said, the DP is probably just like, oh. He's a big Golden Hour I, fan. I, so yeah, oh, oh yeah, everything's just the Golden Hour. So everything. every all action and and my all or actually I shouldn't say action all. Whenever you need, uh, whenever you need a contemplative moment. Definitely. Yeah, it it they all take place between uh, six and seven p.m. or whatever. Yeah. You know, hey, hold your deep thoughts for yeah. lunch, guys. <laughs> We gotta wait. You better, yeah, you don't want to be getting excited, uh, getting a, a, a an epiphany at fucking two thirty in the afternoon. Yeah. That's boring. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, so he he definitely has, um, and I think we talked about it last week. Where I give him shit for all these things because they're him, but like all directors or a lot of like directors that have a. Uh, style, I mm. guess. I mean, because there's a lot of directors that are just like studio type directors yeah. that are like, hey, I do action movies, what do you want me to do? And they mm. all kind of look the same. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> but then there are certain ones where you're like, oh, that's so-and-so, or that's but but I I shit on him for doing it and that's probably not fair. <laughs> but Well, I feel we, like we can shit on him for it because he hasn't, again, I'm, I'm saying this without having seen his last few most recent films. Which are what the thirteen damn whatever the fuck is that was him that was him the one with John Krasinski about oh 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 yeah I'm thinking about something different uh, twelve twelve there's a number fucking in it okay twelve hours <laughs> yeah it's the Benghazi one which I'm <sighs> I don't want to watch it uh, I'm gonna have to I just fucking I know. know I'm gonna that's have what to. that's what's funny that's the funniest thing about it uh. Oh my gosh, you haven't watched Six Underground. I have either. not watched Six Underground. Are you going hours. to? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm going to watch them all. Including a rewatch of Pearl Harbor. Oh yeah. I'm gonna fucking do it. Uh at this point I, I'm all in. You just fucking have to See now um But that one that one worries me because that one just <laughs> seems like fucking QAnon bullshit. Yeah, it does. Um Six Underground is As bad as it gets, Baywise, and but boring. Mm. So, I'll be very interested for because that is a tough watch. Yikes! And, and actually, that reminds me. Uh, I know. Sad to say, it's like the ones I'm saving for last. <laughs> I'm like saving like The Rock and Pain and Gain and Bad Boys Two for last, just because I I might rewatch Ambulance, but I've seen that recently. Okay, so I have ambulance was good. Okay, I'll say that still has full, still full bayisms, but at yeah. least that one leans into his strengths a lot. Plus, he has two really. He only focuses on like those three actors right there for the yeah. most part of the film, and they're good actors to do that on. Um, and I'm hoping with these more recent ones, the fucking juvenile humor is just fucking gone. Uh, if you think it's, I'm gone guessing it's in... not for Six Underground because it's Ryan Reynolds. It's it is. Uh... See, this is Ryan Reynolds at his worst. Like, when you... Oh, and there's Dave Franco, which means, yeah, there's probably some definite juvenile humor. 
Yeah, it's pretty... It's It sucks. Who it's, wrote that fucking film? Uh, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. No idea who they are. Deadpool writer. So capable of some good stuff. Zombieland. Yeah, they're a team. They're a team. So, um, yeah, the Deadpool movies. Did they solo write those two? I, so, did those two guys solo? Yeah, they did. Huh. Did. So how'd they make I such guess, a boring fucking movie? I guess I assumed that... Uh, I, guess, I don't know why I thought that. But anyway. Uh, yeah, so they wrote both Zombielands, both Deadpools. Um, G.I. Joe, which tracks. Ugh. What the fuck is this? Oh, the new one, maybe? They're going to make the a new clue. That's a bad idea. Yeah. You're not going to improve on that. Uh, oof. Yeah, Six Underground sucks. Like, I don't want to, like, sway your... <laughs> I know, but man, it's, its ratings are better than most of the Transformers. What are they at? Most oh, of most of those are, like, 2.1, 1.9. Yeah. Uh, uh, the one I'm on right now, I started this morning before coming over. Oh, no, I finished this? that one. Uh, the last night. 1.8. Yeah, and it look okay, and it's Oof. and it's not like it's a no. either or rating. No, it is steadily. Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. heavily in the half star, one star to two star rating. Yeah, and I'm thinking these fives are ironic fives. And of course, it's also how many minutes? Where's the time on that bad boy? 154. Oh, so they cut it down a little bit from the last one. <laughs> how long? Uh, yeah, 165. Yeah. Whoa. And it feels every fucking second of it. Uh, so the Six Underground thing, I had kind of forgotten about that that part of the Bay, uh, whatever. The Six Underground thing reminded me, though, that the other thing that is... Where did it end up? Right behind you. I got it. Is... And this is also seems to be a thing with him, and I don't know if he's just an asshole and he thinks it's charming, but... His main characters are unlikable. Unlikable fuckwits. Every one of them. Uh, I thought of that because th that's the main thing you hate about Six Underground. It's like, just none of these people. I don't like any of these people. I'm not, yeah. I want you all to die in a fucking fiery far, yeah. car crash. Um, but the two leads of the Transformers franchise, you have, was Shia in three of them? Three. Yeah, first the first three. And then Wahlberg in the last two. Shia LaBeouf is, I mean, he can be a good actor, and we all know he's quirky and whatnot, but this was the character. He's a fucking asshole. Yeah. He's a jerk to everyone. Mm -hmm. He's a stammering, stuttering, sweaty dork. Yep. And he dates supermodels. Oh, yeah. And he's mean to them. Yep. That was the best one about three. What is, Where what is spend, Michael Bay projecting here? We spent 45 minutes to an hour of that film. Showcasing that Shia LaBeouf has no job. Right. Thinks he's a loser. His parents are mad because... Fucking Christ, those parent characters. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, they're the... I like both those actors, but Christ, they're Is terrible. It, it's Kevin Dunn and... I can never remember her name. I want to say Deborah Rupp, but it's not. Yeah. She's the... Uh, I could find out. But right man, here. yeah, they're so annoying. Which one are we talking? The th we'll go with three. This... No, this one. This one? No. No, fuck. Uh, go with Dark of the Moon. Uh, all, the other thing, all the fucking covers look the same too. Yeah. Oh, this is not gonna help me. Probably Julie White. Julie White. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
he has no job. He interviews for a bunch of jobs, but they're right. all like, yeah, no, this, we don't want you. He's like, but I got a medal from Obama. And they're like, so. Yeah. Um, to the point, and but he's got a, again, supermodel-looking girlfriend. Like, who is legit a supermodel uh, in who real is, life. Who, in real life. Um, and has this awesome job, this where, apartment where, that Where I, her boss gives her a $200,000 car as a gift to use. He lives in her apartment, which I don't know how much apartments cost, but that's um, a pretty fucking nice apartment. It's large enough to fit Bumblebee sitting <laughs> in it. That's how high the it fucking is a, ceilings it are. It is a gorgeous apartment. It's probably a million dollar apartment and at like, the minimum. And like, he's such a dick. Yeah. Why are why is this woman with him? And she's super supportive of him. Yes. It's not like she's the one going, you need to get a job. Because everything's like, oh, Sam, she's you just like, silly goose. Yeah, I love you no matter what, you know, and it's like, why? Yeah. Why, why do you love him? Yeah. I, I get when, I understand at least when movies do the lovable nerd yeah. gets at the least supermodel. You can understand why Megan Fox kind of likes him because she was dating the jock asshole. Right. Um, and who incident Jock Asshole? That character has the same name in both Transformers and the Jock Asshole he plays in Friday the Thirteenth. So Universal Films, man, yeah, in the same movie. Um, so you can at least understand why she likes Sam because he is kind of the dork who's goofy and kind of charming, that, who that, then turns into a giant asshole. Yeah, the, that came up in the the whatever that guy's name was the the asshole from the first one. Uh, like Trent. Trent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that comes up that they brought that up in the Caravan of Garbage that he was the same character in Friday the 13th and gets killed and then they were able to tie oh shit whose character was it shit oh uh, Alan Tudyk's character oh. he said when he in an interview he said when he was playing that role he was playing it as his character from 28 Days the one with Sandra Bullock where she's in a uh, rehab and he's in rehab. I need to see that again because I haven't seen that in 20-something years. And um, I don't remember him being a like computer hacker who speaks multiple languages. Well, no. He turned his... He was th- he said I, he turned his life around. Oh. And Wouldn't after... Did he become like a fucking super spy? <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, long story short... The makes uh, more sense than most of the shit in Transformers. Right. So, long story short, the Friday the Thirteenth, Transformers, and Twenty Eight Days Later, no, nope. all the same universe. Days. I mean, sorry, Twenty Eight Days, all the same universe. Fuck it, throw Twenty Eight Days Later might in well. there too. You might as well. Yeah, have robots fighting zombies. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that I I notice after ev- in every fucking one of these Transformer movies, um, we always at the beginning of the movie hate the fucking Autobots and want them to leave. Hmm. Even though every time, as soon as we do something that makes them leave, we get attacked by Decepticons, mm. and that they have to, and the Autobots have to come back. I have noticed though that Prime has become more of an asshole. Yes, as a film, like to the point where in this newest one, he just shoots a guy in the fuck, in, in the fourth one, he just shoots an Amer- he shoots like Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer, Grammer in the chest. Yeah, just fucking nonchalantly ends his life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's really Prime. Prime is actually getting some character growth here, because um, yeah, he's just he's fucking sick of humanity. Because again, at the at the beginning of every film, we hate the Autobots again, even though they just saved our asses. And also, no, none of the movies. It seems like in every one, you can correct me if I'm wrong. In every single one, there is a MacGuffin, which which is. 
essentially the same oh, we, thing. Oh yeah, there's the like, AllSpark, there's the Matrix thing, there's like a little the fucking... Seed Pod or some the, the, fucking seed, thing. See, that's in the newest one. Is that... The... No, wait, that was four. That was four, because that's, that's what created the Dinobots. Yeah. Because they seeded our planet, because it turns everything organic into metal, which they then harvest to make Transformers. They call the element Transformium. <laughs> he called up James Cameron for that because one. Because hey, that's what... That's I, got, I need a MacGuffin. I need it to be in my Transformers movie. What should I call it? Cameron's like, fucking Transformium, click. Yeah. Like, residual Brilliant. Check, residual Brilliant. check, please. <laughs> yeah, because um, Stanley Tucci's character, that's what... <laughs> Wait, Cameron had one question. Is it obtainable? No? Okay, then. Uh, <laughs> Transformium. <laughs> no, no. Yes, it is obtainable. All right, never mind. Transformium it is. Because yeah. uh, that's what Stanley Tucci uses to make Galvatron... And his, because they want to. Oh, isn't he like a tech yeah, billionaire? Yeah, their person? idea is to create transformers mm-hmm. that they can control. Mm. Why? I don't know. Hope, but then again, he also, <laughs> no, no he, one does. He also runs the easiest um, top secret thing to get into in the entire world, because Marky Mark is able. They print a badge. Like, they scan a badge yep. of, one, of, like, one of the employees and get it, and Marky Mark just fucking walks around. <laughs> and no one notices him until it's time to notice him. Uh, but it's like, it's like, if you're a top-secret, high-tech firm yeah. with governmental contracts... It's got to be harder to get in your building. You need to make w- it... One would think. You need to make it harder to get in your building. One would think, like, if, especially when they scan your badge, your face should probably pop up on a computer. Right. And you probably don't look like Marky Mark. Right. Because they're like, oh yeah, same badge through two different entrances. Oh shit, we got a problem. <laughs> Never mind that guy who... And again, they're in a laboratory. It's not like these guys have co-workers come and go. Right. Like Marky Mark's wa- walking around this laboratory with like four other guys working there. You think one of them would be like... Who the fuck is that? Yeah. if <laughs> That guy's never been right. here before. Uh, think about your place of work. Yeah. And then imagine if just a random dude was there. Just you walking would, around. You would notice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know it's different for us because we work in a school, but, but like... But even still, like when the new when the new maintenance guy started, we're all like... Who's that guy? Who's that guy? Yeah. And that was when he was walking around with another <laughs> maintenance guy. <laughs> and that you we could, knew. You could really just put two and two together yeah. and figure it but out. If like, yeah, that new maintenance guy just when he showed up and was walking around but would be you, like... But you still notice. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> nope. They're just like, oh, that guy doesn't... I don't know him, but let him walk around and play with all the high-tech gizmos. Uh, We're only creating weird shit here. So there's a different... There's a new MacGuffin in every movie that, that does basically... Uh, every oh, yeah. one of them seems to be, this is the source of life for Transformers. Like, no, it wasn't. You said yeah. the other thing was. So they do that in every one. Oh, and there's... Uh, yeah, there's always, like, a new... Like, because in the third one, there's um, Sentinel Prime. And yeah, like, yeah, You yeah. guys didn't realize he'd been around? Right. There's that, and then there's also... there That kind of leads into... They have a different Earth origin in every fucking movie. Oh, yeah. Like, in yeah. the first one, aren't they the first ones? They, the Autobots, when they arrive, it's the first time the Autobots have been there, correct? You would think. Until later movies, when you find out that, nope, there's there's a fucking thing in the Egyptian pyramid. <laughs> oh, they left some shit on the moon. Um. Oh, they were here during King Arthur's fucking time. Oh, and the dinosaurs. They were here during the dinosaur times. But... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's just They it's come up wild. with new shit that doesn't make sense from movie to movie. So, going so if back... if you're watching them, like, 
I think they lean heavily into the hey, it's been three years since the last one came out. People are gonna remember half. Who cares? Shit. Right? Yeah. But man, when you're walk, watching them like back to back to back, you're like you're you're constantly there is no continuity here. Right? You're getting re. You have to be. It's not even getting reacquainted with the universe. You just have to assume they're not even connected, even though they are. Yeah, because that's like one of my big things about the the newest one. Oh, not the newest one. The the Age of Extinction. Okay, I get why you didn't, the fucking Dinobots. I get why they weren't. They were fucking snoozing somewhere. You need to reawaken them. Sure. Where are these fucking new ones? Like, where's that? Where'd the samurai one come from? And the gunslinger one? They're like bad cosplay robots. <laughs> They're like, hey, let's mix a transformer with the samurai. Let's mix this one with a gunslinger. Let's mix another one with whatever. Well, oh, oh, let's make let's make a fat transformer because John Goodman's is fat. Yeah. Because. Why? <laughs> He's still a robot, right? But you'd think it would be like a cement mixer, something that would look like, like sure. it would have a belly or something. But no, no, it's just a fat transformer because that makes sense. Um, but I'm always like, I was like, where were these three in every other movie? Yeah. And where did the survivors from the last one go? How come the only one that m- goes from movie to movie is like fucking Bumblebee and Prime? Those are yeah. like the only... Oh, and and technically, now that he's no longer Galvatron, he's back to being Megatron again. Megatron. Which has never felt like Megatron. Oh, no. Has never looked like Megatron. No. Um, you made your, your Autobot hero less likable as the series goes mm-hmm. on. You don't have a team of Transformers that you care about, because like you said, mm-hmm. the names are meaningless, too. They just oh, yeah. fucking... And and Name whoever is whatever. still waiting for that fucking voice thing, even though we had one briefly in at the end one? of the first one. Oh, he yeah, fixed right. it at the end of the first oh. one. He comes back in the second one. He's fucking doing the radio thing again. But no, oh no, he's not doing the radio thing. It's now movie fucking lines? movie quotes. Yeah, yeah, okay. What is he fucking tuning into? <laughs> like, does he have access to Netflix? Like, as a car and whatever computing power that takes from his bumblebee <laughs> brain has to be less than just being able to speak. Has to be. So, so again, with a lot of... They've literally rebuilt Prime back from the dead. Yeah. But yet they can't fix Bumblebee's voice thing. They have constructed all kinds of new characters. But somehow, this is the (sighs) trickiest. This Bumblebee's voice box is like the, I don't know, brain surgery of Transformers. It's so hard to get... uh, So pull yourself out of movie world and put yourself into we're making this movie world. uh, Because Bay forces you to do that all the time. Mm -hmm. He forces you to do it constantly because so often you just go, why? Mm -hmm. And then my brain immediately goes to why... Why did they choose to do this? Mm -hmm. It's not... like So why did they choose to do... Why did he choose to do this stupid Bumblebee voice thing? It's not pleasant... No. It's not funny. It's it's in, it's fun for like the first half an hour of the Transformers. Of the first movie, right. After that, we're like... It's hard to even yeah. tell what he's saying mm-hmm. half the time. And uh, again, the, is it a gag? Because it's not funny. Yeah. And I, I guess I don't understand why, they, why he continued with it. Oh, that and why, as the films go on, do they make more human-looking Transformers? Yeah. Like, shit, one of them that fucking is a human. Mm. Isn't the one, is that in two? Oh, oh yeah, that one. Yeah, the Sam's, the the, the college girl that why is. Why aren't they all like that? Yeah, if they can transform into very human looking things, why don't they do that? Again, another supermodel, by the way. Yep. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like so much of 
uh, it, it's it's sad in a way. I think a lot of the uh, I, I think Michael Bay projects a lot of himself on his heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the hero or what he and, it, and it's disturbing to <laughs> yeah, it's, heroes in quotes. Yeah, it's disturbing to me that because it's very clearly a projection of himself. Yeah, uh, because of, because of the hot women and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that he's, I guess he's a socially awkward guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Sam Witwicky is very clearly a Michael Bay yeah. clone or whatever. So it really worries me that he thinks all of the awful things about his main characters are virtues. Yeah. Like, he, his characters are like closer to Andrew Tate. Yeah. Then, then you know, yeah, actual decent human beings. Yeah, they're all fucking horrible people, yeah. and un- horrible, unlikable people. Yeah, and this is this is him projecting himself onto these yeah, characters. We, we talked like, about it briefly with that. What a dick he must be. But Marky Mark's character, with his daughter, who like they do, we want to get into that right now. Yeah, we might as well. When T.J. Miller is the character going, dude. You're a little bit weird with your with your daughter. When fucking T.J. Miller, I feel like that was done is ironically. The, is the one going, dude? You treat women weird. Um, <laughs> but like the daughter, he talks about how like you wouldn't even let her go to prom. I would if she had gone. She could have gone with him. Like, like he he wanted to take his own daughter to the prom. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot that because that's why I couldn't remember the purity balls. That was not that was worth. Thankfully, that was the thing I couldn't remember. Purity balls because <laughs> you know he would have taken his daughter to a purity ball and made her go. And, uh, and again, her her boyfriend is the most bland, generic male movie character ever. What's he do? He's he's car racer. Well, that's awesome in this movie where the cars drive themselves. Thank God you've got that. <laughs> thank God you've got a human that can make mistakes. Yeah, thank goodness you've got a guy who can drive cars real good in this movie. Um, and who is supposed... Like, they make a big deal out of him being Irish... Mm. Even though, like, I didn't really pick didn't get up that on him being Irish at all. Um, so just to lay the groundwork, you've got, and again, Bay must think it's a charming bit to have like the way overbearing, overprotective, mm-hmm. right, practically upper cooch mm-hmm. uh, father. He must because he he just keeps amping it up from Armageddon to to this. Um, has a a seven, an underage daughter who it's worth pointing out the actress playing his daughter is like 20. Mm-hmm. So why couldn't she just be 20? Yeah. Why it was a, it was a choice to make her 17 so they could make this fucking awkward yeah. I, I haven't seen it in a very long time. 5 or 10 minute scene. Oh yeah, right? yeah because the dad's like oh, they know, take up a good chunk of yeah, runtime yeah, talking about like, statutory you know, rape laws. You know, we got two choices: either I I punch you in the face and you call the cops, and I tell them you're dating my underage daughter, or you know, you just and the guy's like, well, actually, Romeo and Juliet laws, you know, because we had a pre-existing relationship before, because I guess they started dating when he was a senior and she was a sophomore, or something. And again, in in Paris, Texas, which does not appear to be that large of a town, um. No one knew. I mean, you know, that this guy's race car shows up. And that's the other thing. There was a scene that was like, I heard a noise in my house one night. That was you, wasn't it? 
dude, you live in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. You did not hear a guy driving to your house. Yeah. Especially with your little robot guard dog thing. Yeah. Again, worst inventor ever. Oh, yeah. Well, let's let's pause the, the gross talk for a minute. Just to talk about, uh, one, Marky Mark is an inventor. Yeah. Not a single thing in there is an invention. It's just a tweak let's, of something that already exists. But let's say, it, let's say it was good. Yeah. It's not, but let's say it was. Marky Mark is an inventor in yeah. this movie. Mm-hmm. I would be more likely to believe Marky Mark is a science teacher, yeah. um, which he has also played, yes. um, than this. And to your point, these are not inventions. No. They're tweaks on things, and they're also, in a lot of cases, things that already exist. Yeah. Like, his robot dog is just a dog on top of a fucking remote control car chassis. Yeah. That can Those re- already exist that can recognize, in much better form. That can recognize your voice and call 911. Um, you can just go buy a door cam. <laughs> like, you can literally buy door cams that will do the same fucking thing. Uh, he doesn't pay his employee. No, he steals from his employee. Yeah, yeah exactly. Again, like because yeah, they bought they bought Prime for 150 bucks from an old movie theater because they were there to buy an old projector for some reason. Or <coughs> um, and they're like, "What about the truck?" And the guy's like, "What truck? Why is there a fucking truck in an abandoned movie theater?" And everyone's like, "I, I guess it's no, I guess it's yours." Makes perfect sense, man. Yeah, because um, again, that makes sense why Prime would even be there. Um. But yeah, then he, he borrows the money from T.J. Miller, who he never pays, and then right. tells him, like, later, I own you. Yeah. Anything you come up with, I own. And doesn't he tell him at one point you're lucky to have a job or something? Oh, but like, right at the very beginning. What difference does it make yeah, if you're T. not J., paying T.J. Miller was like, you know, you haven't paid me. And he's like, you're lucky to have a job. I don't... No, not if you're not paying him for it. Yeah, but I don't have a job right now. Because he could just be sitting doing no work and not get paid. Right, I can (laughs) do this at home. (laughs) Yeah, he could be playing video games and make the same amount of money. Right. Um, So yeah, he is a very bad businessman and inventor. And father. Yep. And Uh, just just unpleasant all around. Which is the other thing, too, is like the daughter gets rejected for college financial aid. No, I'm I'm sorry. Her, Her dad's... She lives in fucking rural Texas, yeah. and her dad makes no money. Right. She's getting some financial aid. Right. Even if it's just loans. Right. Because, you know. But, you know, you've got to make it so that she, she can't get out of this town. Oh, and he also doesn't pay for his house. No. He hasn't and paid like, for it in, like, six months. And, like, is chasing off people with a baseball bat yeah. that are have yeah. right to and, be there. And threatens to bury them in the backyard. This is a bad person. Yeah. It's a bad person. Because that brought me up to the, the scene I wanted to make sure we talked about where he's like, later in the movie when he's flying an alien spaceship. <laughs> and he crashes it on the street. He crashes into a guy. And the guy, not really seeing what hit him, gets out of the car. And it's a very nebbish looking man, you know. Yeah. I hope you have insurance. <laughs> and I'm, I was, I thought for sure, like, the real Mark Wahlberg was going to injure this man. Because... There's Bud Light cans all over the ground. Right. And Marky Mark gets his face like, insurance? You try insuring, like, a spaceship. And then he grabs, like, a Bud Light and, like, pops it open on the guy's car and, like, takes a swig of it and throws it down at him. Dan, that's the most believable part of this movie. That's why I thought it was real. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Marky Mark was going... I'm not even mad at the product placement. No, I'm pretty sure Marky Mark was going to punch this guy for real. Like, he forgot it was a scene. Because, again, this is a guy who's do, trying to do the right thing. 
And meanwhile, he almost just mur- killed a guy in the car in the car spacecraft right. crash. He didn't bother go like, shit, dude, you okay? Right. Fuck, I'm sorry. I'm not insured. It's a spacecraft. Shit, sorry. Yeah. You know. No, he got to like, be a snarky prick gets, to everyone that he comes he across. He gets in his face and like threatens this guy with physical harm. This guy who he almost murdered. Yeah. Sorry, dude. He's a fucking bad person. Yeah. <laughs> All of them. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> he hasn't done anything quite terrible yet in the last night, but again, I'm only an hour into it, so it hasn't gotten very far in the plot. <laughs> You're only like a third of the way through yeah. it. Uh, Which, the later movies have insane casts. Oh, yeah. The voice the voice acting alone on the Transformers. But, like, you got Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins is in these movies. Yeah. Uh, Francis McDormand is in three. one of them. John Turturro's in three. Stanley Tucci is mm-hmm. in it. Just this one. Yep. So far, he might show up again. Um, it's not like Josh Dumal, who he was a surprise show up for this last one. Oh, good. But and, and here's the thing: that <laughs> the, the thing that the guys on Caravan of Garbage said in that one, where he comes back, is uh, James said when he popped on screen, I was like, oh, thank God, an adult showed up. <laughs> Because it's true, everyone in the the this the hero again. We're we're harp, I'm harping yeah. an awful lot on the hero because it, it really bugs me. Yeah. That part of it really bugs me, and, and it's one of the reasons I like the third one. I actually do enjoy the sec the hour and a half, the last hour and a half of the third one. Which one is the third one? The moon one. The dark of the moon. It's the one where Sam has the new girl, and the first hour of the movie is him trying to get his shit together. The oh, last yeah. hour and a half is like an invasion of Chicago, where the military's trying to get in there. It's, again, I said, because Josh Dumal's probably got the biggest role he's got in this one, where he's actually, like, coordinating a planned military attack. Yeah. It's fucking exciting. Like, the, I think the attack on Chicago lasts, like, the last hour of the film. That last hour is the best Transformers movie. I was going to say, it might be worth it, too, because is this the one... Which one are his... I know this is going to be uh, all of them, but which one is the one where his parents are just absolutely the worst? Is it the pot brownie one? Two. Because she eats okay. them, she eats them on, college, on the college campus. And then immediately it attacks people? And gets horny. That's not... Really fucking horny. That's not what pot brownies do. They do to probably someone who has never had one. <laughs> no, they don't. No, I mean, uh. <laughs> do someone who's never had one? That's how they write it. Oh, yes, yes, like, yes, right. Like, yeah. if I'm like, I've never tried a pot brownie... It'd be funny if this is what they did. I bet you immediately get super aggressive and tackle people, and then you are horny. Yeah. That's almost the opposite of what happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <sighs> Even someone who eats... Speaking from experience, as someone who eats too much of one... <laughs> by mistake. By mistake. You're just like... You're just trying to fucking exist. Yeah. You're not... Yeah. You're not interested in beating anyone up or tackling nope. anyone or nope, having sex with you're, anything. You're just like, I need to fucking stay upright. I am going to... <laughs> I'm just going to take a nap. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the last hour of that third movie. I was like, have they finally got it fucking, did they finally figure it out? Cause they stopped with the stupid juvenile humor. Yeah. They stopped with a lot of the stupid human shit and just made warring, uh, warring fucking transformers yeah. with humans helping. And I was like, fuck, they did it. They finally fucking cracked it. And then the next one comes out and you're like. Shit. They forgot every single one. And it's almost to the point where, like... You didn't learn a thing. Did someone new direct this one? Nope. Yeah. Still Bay. Um, so it's like, Jesus, did he... Why? He had it figured out, damn it. 
Um, but it, it sucks that it took an hour of bullshit to get to that part. Like, if I was to ever rewatch that movie again, I'm skipping the first hour and just going to, like, <clears throat> that part. Another thing they pointed out, which, uh, in, in Caravan of Garbage, which maybe is just in the back of my head made me dislike the newer one as they go on, uh, dislike them more and more, is that one, like you mentioned, Prime gets to be a worse. He's mm-hmm. He is also not a hero. No. He's an asshole. And... I mean, I get why, because the humans have been fucking terrible to him for every single movie, and every yeah. time something... Oh, oh, we have a new principal. Should I pause? I would pause. Pause. Pause her back. Uh, of course, I unpause and forgot, <coughs> I forgot where I was, but... <laughs> Shit um, not making sense. Transformers, Transformers, Transformers. Yeah. Oh, uh, the thing that, that I kind of liked less and less, um, why I like them less and less as they go on, uh, not only does the, whether it's LaBeouf or uh, Mark Wahlberg, not only does the main human character get worse over time uh, as the movies go on, Prime also gets worse over time. And the other thing, going all the way back to when I when I first saw the first Transformers movie in the theater... I was like, this movie's dumb, but this was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And the pretty fucking cool part of it was the transforming. Seeing all the gears moving and all that stuff. Yeah. That has gone away. Oh, oh yeah, especially like... They either transform off screen, mm-hmm. or they do that cube thingy. The, the cube thingies are the ones that Stanley Tucci made. Whatever. But that the, the point is, they came up with a thing mm-hmm. that I'm sure was way easier to animate and oh, way cheaper I'll, to I'll, animate. A bunch of rotating cubes, much, much yeah. cheaper. Uh, I'm sure that that was done because they don't want to fucking spend money on... Yeah. That first one is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, because you... Watching them transform. You, yeah, you actually get scenes where it shows how, like, where the pieces go. Yeah, and you watch the gears clinking into place and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But when they transform off screen or that, like... Why is it a Transformers movie? Why is there no transforming in my, Why is there no transforming in my Transformers movie? Why is Optimus Prime an asshole in my Transformers movie? And why is there also he's like off screen most of these a lot, for a lot of Some time. Of them he's off screen a lot. Like what are you doing? Yeah. Why? Why? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like with the whole like Optimus is dead for a great majority of part 2. I, I remember they talk about on, tra- on the caravan of garbage where they just like kind of drop his body off. Yeah, oh yeah, clunk. clunk onto the flight line. Yeah, yeah. Um, that movie is not any better with him being out. Like, because there's no mystery that he's not going to come back. You just right. needed to give Witwicky something to do where they have to go and find the thing that will bring revive Prime, as Andrew was calling it, his sock full of life dust. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "Is that a metaphor for dudes jerking off?" Because <laughs> like, you've just got a—he's got a sock of this life-giving goo. Because <laughs> she's like, "What is he? Why is he carrying around a sock?" I'm like, "Oh, don't worry. He filled that sock with the stuff that will bring up his Like, okay. Because <laughs> when he touched it, it turned all the dust. Although later it comes back and reforms. Because. Because you just can't have Sam with Wiki throwing dust. But this was before, of course, he goes to fucking Transformers Heaven. <laughs> and they talk about, you know, what a great leader he is. And I'm like, 
How does one get? How does a human get access to Transformers Heaven? And also, why like, is there a Transformers Heaven? Whenever uh, it's very frustrating, I get frustrated about this <laughs> in movies all the time. But like, this is a, a primo example. They talk to him. I don't remember the speech, but like, basically, you're fucking great here. We've been given no evidence of that whatsoever no. in he, any of these movies. Yeah, he just I, one of the bad characters at one point. So just. <laughs> Oh, it's Don Turturro's character. It's like, he's just a magnet for, like, robot shit. You know, yeah. he's just always... Yeah, because he's always in the place. Which is, again, why, like... Part of what, the reason why the beginning of 3 makes no sense. He, The government would have given his ass a job. Oh, yeah. Just because he knows too much shit. Yeah. They would have been like, no, we're going to give you this salary, and you're going to do this. He'd probably... He would be working at one of those... Oh, well, that was his big thing, is, why can't I work with the Transformers? And Francis McDormand is like, because you're not military or CIA. You tell me he couldn't have gotten into the change Navy. that. Tell me he couldn't <laughs> gotten to the Navy or the Army. Right. Come on. Uh, oh, speaking of the Navy, <clears throat> at one point in one of these movies, John Turturro calls the Navy. Yep. Just says he was with a secret organization. Yeah. Asks them to fire on the pyramids of Giza. Yep. And the Navy's like, Yeah, sure, why not? Mm, sounds like he's making sense. A complete stranger yeah. contacts the Navy even and tells them to, complete, I'm saying it again. Even if it wasn't a complete stranger. Yeah. Even you it, still think there need to be some sort of checks and balances. Like, should we fire this experimental rail gun? Because it, it, it was a secret weapon that he wasn't supposed to know about. At one of the seven wonders of the world. Which, by the way, has a giant mechanical apparatus inside of it yep. that decades of... Humans, you know, centuries of humans being around yeah. these pyramids has never uncovered. Yeah, they got on caravan of garbage. The you know the the famously unexplored pyramids of Giza. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> at least bury deep within the pyramids or something. Yeah, or so, <sighs> not at the tip, fucking top. <laughs> Where like, yeah, it's wild. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. Thank goodness no one ever brought a metal detector by a pyramid. <laughs> Anything. Like, fuck. <laughs> this doesn't... It's... Yeah. It's Michael Bay. Look, look at him. I'm, he's, like, fucking staring yeah. at me right now. I mean, I'm I'm anxious to see what this last one is going to bring. Because, again, this one brings in the fucking Knights of the Round Table. Yeah. Which, <clears throat> of all the historical thought things, I thought would never be brought into this. Sure. Uh, but, again, it did have a thing at the end of the, the fourth one where you find out that... Optimus is one of the knights. Again, something that's never been mentioned before. But yeah, yeah, there because he there's, gets another. He gets a sword. There, yeah. it is, there it is on the cover. They keep every movie. There's a new, you know, higher power or a new. Yeah. Stick and this one was something, man. This one, there's the maker, the one who made the Transformers originally. I that was the All Spark, and, it, and it's some like female robot that doesn't look like a Transformer at all. It just looks like a robot. I would like to see if if it exists. I, I bet somebody on the internet has taken the time to do this. A timeline of events that have been said in the Transformers movies mm. as far as origin and all of that stuff. <clears throat> it's got to be just a string of things that do not line up. Oh, God. As no, far as like... It's fucking nonsense. Like, but wait, I thought you said he, that one created that thing, but if she created them and the Allspark did that, then what did the seed do? And 
I bet it would be awesome to see that tree. And uh, were they, like in the third one, where they tried to bring Cybertron to our world, because that's what all the fucking rods were, they were bridging, like creating a fucking, uh, you know, Stargate okay. to bring it here. But it's like, I thought that planet was dead, which is why they were all here in the first place. Okay. Sure. It's very... <clears throat> now, are you going to watch... I know it's not Bay, but are you going to watch Bumblebee? Yeah, I Bumblebee? will watch Bumblebee, because I actually do want to see that one. I've, I've wanted to see that one. Oh, have you not seen it? No, never. Uh, Bumblebee's pretty good. That's what I've heard. You and know I've what? heard the newest Transformers is also actually pretty good. The Bumblebee one... Of course, also Bumblebee was the least successful of all the Transformers films. Was it really? By far. That is... Isn't that, that is sad? unfortunate. Yeah. Because uh, that movie's actually pretty good. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, 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 you poison the well too many times. Uh, people stop drinking from it. Uh, that has, I mean, it's not like a three point two, but I feel like it's way better. The highest <clears throat> other transformer is like a two point four. So I guess it is miles above it. Yeah, um, it, it's pretty good because they all. And again, they, it's in nineteen eighty seven. So again, they just fuck with the timeline all over again. Right. Um, fine. Yeah. Fine. Um, but John Cena's in that. And the fun thing is, though, too, with him, Bay just doesn't leave. I mean, we talked about it in Armageddon. Even a straightforward cop crime flick, yeah, like Bad Boys, wastes a lot of time on shit that shouldn't fucking matter. Because there's a the biggest thing that happened. So did you watch Bad Boys? I watched Bad Boys. Okay, so let's talk about Bad Boys then. Um, because you've got uh, again two unlikable people. Yeah. Martin Lawrence, who just spent the entire time bitching about how his wife won't fuck him. Martin Lawrence is <coughs> is a pretty classic Bay. Yeah, because he's a lot like he's a lot like uh, Sam Witwicky, just bitching all the time. Yeah, and then you've got Will Smith, who is a wealthy kid. Yeah, who is a cop who just fucks all kinds of hot women. Yeah, at least it's believable with Will Smith. Yeah, more so than Sam Witwicky. Sam Witwicky. Yeah. Um. <coughs> They uncover that, you know, there, there's there been a stash of heroin that has been stolen from a police station. And that they're out to find whoever did it. Right. And the one witness is Taya Leone. Of course it is. Who is a friend of a stripper slash call girl that is good friends with Will Smith. Right. And she will only talk to Will Smith's character, but she's never seen Will Smith. So, unfortunately, Will Smith is off doing something else. Oh, right. Martin so in, Lawrence has so to So, Martin meet her. Lawrence has to pretend to be the Will Smith character. Right. For the majority of the movie. Which, right. of course, incenses his wife thinks he's cheating on her and all this other shit. Because, again, Will Smith was only unavailable for about an hour. <laughs> this all could have been explained Because Will Smith went on his own time to go explore a crime scene and almost get murdered by bad guys. Hey, John Sally. John Sally. Um, <clears throat> so again, a film that could have been a half an hour shorter, easily. So much time is wasted on Martin Lawrence has to pretend to be Will Smith. Yeah. For one person. Yeah. And th- it doesn't matter. Right. Nothing about it matters. I mean, what? <clears throat> Except there's some crude jokes that, like, oh well, he has to stay at Will Smith's house. Yeah. And there's all these pictures of Will Smith on the wall. Yeah. Oh, are you guys gay? No, no, of course not. Yeah. Okay. That was fun. Um, yeah, it's a... it's My dogs are going to shit everywhere. Is that okay? Oh, sure. Will Smith pretending to be Martin Lawrence. Oh, I, that's not good. Yeah. Awesome. 
Just top-notch stuff, guys. Because, like, the opening scene when they, like, stop, when they try to get carjacked while they're having an argument, that shit's actually kind of fun. Will Smith, you, you, you had, you got Will Smith and Martin Lawrence for a reason. They're yeah. both <sighs> fast-talking guys. Yeah. Who banter very well together. Yeah. So you know what we should do? Not have that happen very much in the movie. Right. <clears throat> at all. Um, but just rewind back to Transformers for one second. Uh, that is something uh, that, that is done very well in the first one. The first scene of the Transformer attacking the, the airbase in yeah. the desert is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. I agree. And it's like all downhill from there. Yep. Anyway, back to Bad Boys. Uh, the other thing they do, they <clears throat> put an artificial time limit. Where they've got to he find these, that. they've got to find these drugs within seventy-two hours, or, or they'll just disappear. Okay. Is it a completely arbitrary timeline? Oh, I mean, other yes. than other than very just much. like, well, you know, usually in these cases, no, very much, just like, oh, the, well, the, we're gonna be, they're gonna sell it within seventy-two hours, and it's, like they knew it was an inside job from the beginning. The man likes a ticking clock. They figured out it was a disgraced <laughs> former cop pretty quickly. But yet, internal ser- internal affairs is still on their case, and they're going to shut them down. Who was the Who was the bad guy? Oh, oh, um, I hate to say this, one of the Hispanic dudes, because of course. Uh, but Marge Helgenberger plays the uh, Troy Nestor Serrano. No. Ah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, nope. But yeah, March Helgenberger plays the you know internal affairs person, and it's just a lot of setup. Uh, Joe Pentagliano, of course, plays the captain, yeah, who's just manic. Oh my god, manic, and you know can't do anything right without throwing a fit. Uh, <coughs> Michael Imperioli as like a fucking JoJo meth head. Yeah, meth head JoJo. Briefly. Um, yeah. Did not need to be two hours long. <laughs> yeah, the moment you can see Will Smith chasing down a speeding SUV on foot. <laughs> I applauded alone in my living room. <clears throat> it's like one of those, is you could feel Bay struggling to make a real movie out of this. No, because this is a film straight out of the 70s. Yeah. If you just take out all the fucking pyrotechnics. Two cops finding a corrupt cop who yeah. just stole drugs. We just watched months of those movies. Man, it's not fucking streaming anymore. No, most of Bay shit isn't, isn't which that, is isn't weird. Weird, because most like none of the Transformers are, right? Which is very weird because they're all Paramount. They yeah, have they their own network. On, <laughs> they should be on Paramount Plus. Um, um, but none of are none of the Transformers. No, movies? none of them are. I don't think the island was streaming. I don't think Pearl Harbor is streaming. But 13 and 6 Underground are both Netflix, right? Uh, I don't think 13 is. I actually found a physical copy of that. That one, oddly enough, is on Paramount+. Plus. Of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? What a dick. Oh, what a dick this guy is. Um, <clears throat> the, island, the island was interesting. Yeah, did, I think we briefly talked about yeah. this last week. That I've I've always heard that it's actually yeah. not bad. Basically, if you take Logan's Run and which never I still haven't watched and never let me go, which I don't know if you've seen either. No, uh, and throw in some Fallout because there there's a businessman played by Sean Bean who you find out all you hear rumors that these people are all living in this underground thing, basically like one of the Fallout shelters. 
because there was a massive contamination to the outside world. So they're all living down and underneath. But, however, some of them are sometimes lucky enough to be chosen in a random drawing to go to the island. Wait a second. Pause. So the guy... The guy's name is Lincoln Six Echo? Yeah. And he's okay with that. And he... And they all live underground? Yeah. And then, like, 16 years later, he made a movie called Six Underground? Weird. And I'm pretty high right now, damn, but still. <laughs> that's something, right? That is something, I <clears throat> think. Um, so they're, they can be chosen to go to this island where apparently everything's fine. But you learn very quickly that these people are all clones of the fabulous wealthy who just basically, if they... Like, the Ewan McGregor character has, like, cancer or something. And oh, he's basically okay. growing a clone to harvest his organs to use. Gotcha. And then, and then when they're chosen to go to the island, they're actually just being killed. Right. Um, but Ewan McGregor starts having, like, weird memory shit. And he starts... Because rem- they they all have the memories of a life that they had before. Okay. But they're all just implanted like the Matrix type of thing, you know, where right. none of their memories are real. Um, but they're all... And, you know, they all have to eat certain things. They have to be healthy and not have sex and shit like that. Why would that matter? I don't know. Come on, be nice to your clone. You don't want them establishing relationships. Although some of the clones are pregnant. Why? Again, don't know. Okay. Um, this feels like a very not Bay movie to direct. Exactly. It's like he wouldn't... He get, then gives it a lot of Bayisms. Feel, feels like it has way too much plot. Because... Yeah. For a Bay movie. Because then they escape and go on the run. Right. And in t- typical Bay fashion, it's very easy then for the, them to escape this underground bunker in the middle of nowhere and somehow still be able to find a way into society. Yeah. Um, we've got a lot of his usual people. Buscemi's in this. Michael Clark Duncan's in this. Um, it's an enjoyable film. I think I gave it like a three, three and a half. Uh, again, too long. But it was fine. Uh, it's, it's very famous for, like, um, Scarlett Johansson was supposed to get naked for it, and Bay said no. Really? Yeah, which doesn't track at all. I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened Because there's there. an eventual sex scene between the two, because sure. of course. Right. They're both attractive people. What yeah. are you going to do? Um, yeah. It's a fine film. It just... After a while, it starts running out of ideas. And well, it, he falls back on his typical, let's chase and have explosions. Yeah. It's got the one good idea, though, yeah. to begin yeah. it all. Yeah, which is good. <clears throat> I don't... I feel like he just felt like he had to make a movie that was more serious. I don't know. Yeah. How'd it work out for him? I mean, that... Oh, it was not I a successful movie. I can't imagine it made any money. No, it was not successful at all. Um, however, one of the Transformers movies does reuse a, a, a shot in this. There's like a highway chase oh, scene. Oh, yeah, I, I heard that, yeah. Where there's a car crash. Yep. And then in like, I think it's maybe three or four, it's the same exact fucking scene, only now yep. there's a Transformer in the middle of the scene. So, you know, he's cutting costs. Yeah. <clears throat> Reusing some shit. Hey, how can we make a Transformers yeah. movie without having them transform? So, yeah, that still leads me to rewatch Pain and Gain. Rewatch The Rock. Um, watch 13 or whatever the fuck it is. Hours. hours. Six Underground. Rewatch Pearl, Pearl Harbor. Harbor. I haven't seen Pearl Harbor since it fucking came out. That's again, on HBO. Yeah, I'm having. Tr- I, I'm sorry. That's on Max. It's on Max. Yeah. Again, uh, good cast. 
Oh yeah. Again, I just remember just being very glossy. Oh, that's the thing. It's super glossy. He tends to focus on the wrong things. Yeah. Like, no one is watching a film about Pearl Harbor to see a love story between fucking Kate Beckinsale and Ben Not Affleck. A love triangle. Oh, triangle. Actually. I can't forget Josh Hartnett. Yeah. That's right. What happened to Josh Hartnett? Uh, he was on Penny Dreadful and was really good on that show. I don't know what he's done for movies. But yeah, he was like the early 2000s. He's an Oppenheimer! Awesome! Yeah, there you go. He was in Wrath of Man. Okay, so he's been in Guy Ritchie films, apparently. Huh. And a whole bunch of shit I've never heard of. Looks like he's been working, He's been working, though. And every once in a while, he shows up in a really good film. Good on him. The last thing I would have remembered him in is probably 30 Days of Night, right? 30 Days of Night. And what year was that? That was 2007. What else is after that? Not much. Yeah, because I haven't seen Wrath of Man. I haven't seen Operation See, now I have seen Wrath of Man. I haven't seen Die Hard. Oh, yes, he's his partner in that. The truck driver. Yeah, so I didn't see anything between uh, in in a 14-year gap there. Hmm. Is Oppenheimer, like, next week? Yeah, Friday. This week. And I'm already hearing things about, oddly enough, about Barbie being the one that's trying to control us. Oh. Because apparently there's a thing in there. It's it's communist China. It's Chinese communist propaganda. Oh, yes, I heard Because there's a map. And yeah. There's nine something dashes. About dashes and something. Even though apparently someone's like, you can count them. There's only eight. <laughs> <laughs> but again, yeah. If, if, if Barbie's going to propagandize anything, it's definitely, you know... Chinese communism. Right. <laughs> Not right. anything else. I hope... I, I do hope Barbie is good. I think it will be. For the amount of eyeballs that are on it. Yeah. Um, it would be nice to see Gerwig get a, like a big budget success. Yeah. I, I enjoy her as a director and I think she should work more. Yeah. And do... Other thing, do yeah. whatever she wants. And Oppenheimer, I don't think, um, I don't think he cares if it's a successor at all. No, no, I don't think so either. <laughs> uh, no, I think I think no one is just like fuck it. You like it or don't? I don't care. Yeah, he's kind. I'm of just gonna go make another movie and whatever. Um, where did I get? I'm trying to go back to. Yours? Shit. Because I didn't watch shit else. Mm. Uh, you saw Asteroid City. Yes. Um, Asteroid City is a very interesting film. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's definitely, you can tell, it's a Wes Anderson film. Yeah. And much like he did with French Dispatch, where there's like, in French Dispatch, there's like a lot of moving sets. Right. Um, this one, he's... And you're like, oh, it's much like watching a stage play. Yeah. This one, it's like, no, you are watching. He tells you in the front, there's fucking Brian Cranston is the narrator in black and white. You are about to watch a stage play. Hmm. And then it's in color, and it's every once in a while they interrupt with stuff that's like behind the scenes of the stage play. Yeah. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, definitely could move up to a five on a second watch. Awesome. Yeah, I'm just trying to right now not give stuff a five on the first watch as much as possible. 
I still do it. Sometimes it's hard. But sometimes it's hard. But Asteroid City is one of those, like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it's got his full cast of characters, even though some of them are barely in it. Yeah. Like I said, Jeff Goldblum's in it for pretty much a scene for about two seconds. <laughs> but, you know, he's got some claymation in it. You know, some stop motion animation. <clears throat> um, it's, yeah, purely a Wes Anderson film through and through. Uh, you rewatched Guardians 2. Yeah, that was on in the hotel when we were in New Hampshire. Gave it a four and a half. Yeah. I bumped it up. Nice. I, I think it's because I... I don't s- like that movie. Watch it again. Yeah? Watch it again, because I think now I'm like, oh, I see, after especially after watching the third one, Yeah. this is, I feel like 2 is very much the bridge between 1 and 3, which is why I don't, I felt like it didn't work as well the first time I watched it. But now seeing that where he's going and the story he's trying to tell, it made, it made a little more sense to me. Yeah. Especially with, like, Rocket having as much anger as he had towards whatever the fucking gold people are called again. Yeah, the gold people. The gold people. Um, and I definitely latched more onto the Star Lord and um, Michael Rooker's character, forgetting his name. Oh, yeah. 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 Blue fin head. Blue fin head. <laughs> yeah. But no, watching it a second time, I liked it a lot more than I did the first time. Yondo? Yondo! There we go. Yondu. Yondu, Yondu yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Watching it on TNT makes it about three hours long. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, uh, it's 137. Yeah. But I had, I had a lot of fun with it in the hotel room watching it while it rained incessantly. <laughs> uh, was this New Hampshire? Yeah. We are going to North Conway tomorrow. Yeah. I w- one thing that really bummed me out, um, the, uh, trying to remember the name of the outlets that are in, like, right Settlers there. Green? Settlers Green. Nope, not Settlers Green. They're, oh, uh, never mind. It's Tilton were the outlets that I was talking about. The uh, book warehouse is gone. I was wondering. It's I'm... been replaced by a karate studio. Nice. Because I was so excited to go, because I love Book Warehouse. Yeah. I always get like 30 bucks worth of books every time, and I'm like, where did it go? It's gone. I'm. We haven't been... We went to Settler's Green uh, the first year we were together, before we were, we were even married. And we, it was, we were going to do it every year, and we've fucking never done it since. So, But I do remember the... It was... Like Freeport, but more concentrated and all closed in, so it was its own little walking mall. Yeah, it, uh, which is, it still is. And I'm just, I'm terrified that are all the... No. It's, it's not a ghost town, Settler's Green is packed still. Okay, good. Because, like, like, Freeport is a ghost town. Yeah. No, like, I got fucking a new pair of sneakers and, like, two new sets of slides at the Adidas yeah. outlet. Um, no, it's still quite full. Yeah. Uh, we went to a Home Goods for the first time, and Andrew went fucking nuts with shit at Home Goods. Yeah. Um, no, it's still quite good there. They have a they have a good knife st- store there too, where you can buy like good kitchen knives. Oh yeah, they had they yeah. There's a good kitchen outlet thing. Yeah. It's under new management though, so that one's been changed a little. Yeah. But yeah, there's still good stuff in the Settler's Green. Um, yeah. But like we said, I I enjoy North Conway a lot, and I enjoy Tilton a lot, but. It was raining like a motherfucker. Like, yeah. parts of northern New Hampshire and definitely parts of northern Vermont were flooding. Like, yeah. towns were like, no, you can't drive here because roads were closed, type of thing. So we were like, no, let's go fucking south. And we went down to Salem because there's a lot of shit down in Salem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> we're, I think we're going to luck out really well with the weather because there's the day we're going to Storyland, it'll be Wednesday that we're at Storyland. 
Um, and on that day, it's going to be 82 and sunny all day. Nice. Um, chance of rain tomorrow, but that'll be fine walking around Cellars Green, and we don't mm-hmm. really care about that. And then it uh, should be a really nice Wednesday. Are you going to go to Santa's Village? Uh, Storyland. Just Storyland, and then... Santa's Village is more out of the way. Yeah, it's well. That's why we ended up in Cellars yeah. Green because it's closer to Story. Because yeah. it was that's it was kind of why we picked Storyland because I said, well, it's only like nine miles from yeah. uh, North Conway, um, and I, I don't know. I guess Santa's Village is awesome. Um, I kind of want to go in the winter time. Yeah, we Andrea and I went. I understand one of our it, first years. But... She fucking loves Santa's Village, and we just went and walked around for like two hours. Yeah, because I hadn't been there since I was like eight. Yeah, me neither. Um, I don't remember anything about it. It's still cute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like 40 minutes out of the way to get there. I just... Whereas Storyland is right there on the fucking strip. I, I have this thing, and we kind of talked about it when we were talking about Christmas movies. Uh, I, like, am hyper into Christmas for, like, that five-week period. Yeah. And at no other time. Exactly. Uh, so that's why I have a problem, like, Going, and I understand that you want, you want to go to a theme park in the summer. That makes sense. Yeah. But also... They do open Santa's Village in the winter. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they to. have as many of the rides. I'm not right. sure I'd want to go up on the fucking Ferris wheel <laughs> when it's like 12, 12, 12 degrees, degrees out. Yeah. But, uh, especially at that elevation. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I kind of want... I'd, I'd like to go to Santa's Village like in... Mm-hmm. Like over Thanksgiving break or something. Yeah. It's probably fucking jammed that oh time. Oh my god, but, I bet it is. But anyway, uh, that's what... That was part of, of picking Storyland. And also, although I, I... From what... Santa's Village is a bigger, better park mm-hmm. than the Storyland, I guess. But um, Tilly's very excited. Oh, yeah. Collins. Colin doesn't care. Blessed. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> uh, he'll, he'll have fun, but he, yeah. he didn't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, I say, what was the other one that you that I saw on here that you watched? Oh, you watched Creed I watched Aaron three Creed three and yeah. Air. Yeah. Um, Air, I just haven't gotten around to. Air's yet. fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure it's fucking awesome for everyone. Yeah. Because it is very much into like shit that you and I care about. Like, yeah. Okay, because again, people forget Nike didn't sell basketball shoes for right. the longest time, and back then they had like enough money to. Like try to sponsor three people. Yeah, and a scene you would definitely love. They're staring at a draft board. Going, oh yeah. Well, we're not getting Olajuwon because right. he's the number one pick, and number one picks aren't going to pick Nike. Right. Uh, number two is Sam Bowie. He already went for something else. Jordan's too expensive, and they're look look at the next twenty draft picks. Which three do we go after? You know, trying to pick what which one might be a hit. Yeah. And it's Nike. At that point, none of them had been hits. Yeah. And the Matt Damon character is like, let's put all of our money into one. And at that time, like, Phil Knight was like, I don't know about that, not the greatest idea. Uh, Affleck actually plays Knight pretty well, from what I've heard. Yeah. As he's kind of flaky, and he's always, like, doing yoga and breathing and shit, but at the same time, he's a good businessman. Yeah. and But he's also still kind of bold. You know, he's got a long-running char- long-running thing with Damon's character, like, you know, no one else would have hired him. Yeah. It's not like, nowadays, he'd work for fucking ESPN. Because he just knows basketball, right? Back then, though, there wasn't much to do unless you were unless you were working for a basketball team. Because again, at that point in the early '80s, early to mid '80s, basketball wasn't what it is now, where no. people are making like 
unbelievable amounts of basketball money. contracts are insane. Yeah, insane. Jordan, Jordan's original contract for Air Jordans were a hundred hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, plus a piece of the profits, which at that time no one had ever done. No one had ever gotten a piece of the shoe. Yeah, um, but again, still the fact that you know one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Now, fucking Wade Boggs gets that from fucking Carpet World. You know, per year. <laughs> and he doesn't even play anymore. Um, so, it, but it's just a really good film about kind of the nuances of taking a chance on an athlete and trying to guess who might work and why and how. Because, like, Robin's actually the one that suggested it when it first started. When it is it on Prime? Yes, it's on Prime right now. Uh, that we should watch it. So I'm, I'm wondering, will she? She just wants to watch it for the because it's. A good movie. And it it's is. It is a it good is talky a, movie. It is a very good talky movie. Yeah. Um, Viola Davis it's, it's is one of those things where it doesn't really matter what it's about. Yeah. Viola Davis plays Jordan's mom. Yeah. You don't ever really see, you see Jordan briefly. Yeah. But it's not about him. Yeah. As much as it's about him, it's not about him. Um. Uh, who else is in it? Um. Fuck. Click on it for a minute. I'm gonna draw a blank. Can find out pretty name. quick. Jason Bateman's in it. Chris Messina. Chris Viola. Tucker. Chris Tucker is in it. Uh, Messina is fucking hilarious. Uh, Messina plays Jordan's um, agent. He's oh, yeah. fucking phenomenal. <coughs> he steals every scene he's in. I like him. Because um, they just let him be basically Ari from fucking Entourage. Just be the biggest douche. Jay Morris in it very briefly. They're like, oh shit, there's a movie with a sports agent. Like, yeah. Let's get Jay Moore. Um, Someone get Jay Moore on the phone. I don't, even, I don't even remember Marlon Wayne's being in it, but okay. Uh, yeah, it's just a very good film. I, I would suspect to see it do pretty well. It'll get some Academy Award nominations, I bet. Don't know for who or for what. But again, Affleck directed it. Um, Creed 3 I also very enjoyed. Liked it a lot better than 2. Um, I know Jonathan Majors is not <laughs> a good topic of discussion right now, but fuck, he's so good in it. He is so fucking good in it. Uh, he is just terrifying as an individual. Yeah. Um, apparently, that's just who he is. Yeah, apparently he's, it's not hard for him to get there. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, on he, camera. he is a terrifying man. Um, and the the boxing matches between him and the boxing match between him and Jordan are fucking awesome. Uh, uh, and is, uh, Jordan directed this one. That one's on Amazon. Yeah, so that's yeah, I watched them both the same day on Prime. <laughs> like I went to watch Creed, and I'm like, oh hey, Air's also available. Well, right. I haven't even seen the second Creed. You don't need to. That's the Drago one, right? Yeah. Or Drag. It's okay. Yeah. Who was briefly also in this one, but. Creed three is very much the Rocky. F Creed two is very much the Rocky four slash Rocky two. Yeah. Of of the Creed films. Um, but I really am I going to be able to follow Creed three? You would. I, you would be <laughs> able to follow Creed it. two because Creed three starts off with like he's retired. Oh yeah. He is retired from fighting. He just manages other boxers now. He's kind of like you know taking on Rocky and Rocky five role. Is Tessa Thompson still with us? Oh yes, she. Uh, they have a child. Um, oh, I went back to air. I was like, well, I didn't see her in the cast. Yeah, uh, they have a child. He's got a pretty fucking sweet life, just like Rocky just did. Like when Rocky he was, did. Uh, only, you know, only he doesn't have Paulie around to blow it all. Speaking of robots, see, 
Rocky Balboa had the fucking Mark Wahlberg robot <laughs> in 1980-whatever, too. Yeah. Marky Mark is fucking saying, hey, look, it brings me beer. He was fucking bringing Polly beer back in the day. And flirting with him. <laughs> and flirting with him. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, it was a birthday the, present, right? It was happy yeah, birthday, Polly. Happy birthday, Polly. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I do like about Creed 3 is it, it talks a lot. Because both um, um, Damien and Adonis lived in like the same group home for uh, a while. And it really kind of... It's one of the discussions I have a lot with people. is how like poverty, even once you've escaped it, there is still like that... I probably shouldn't spend this money. Oh, I probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. You know, right. you, you got so accustomed to living poor that even when you're not anymore, there's still those things that still exist. Right. And Creed 3 really kind of dives into that a little bit, how there's still trauma. No matter how far you've tried to move past it, certain situations will still bring it back to you. <laughs> there's no way Paul Rudd survived five minutes of a fight against Jonathan Majors. <laughs> but yeah. Good movie. Really good movie. I enjoyed it. Be interesting to see if there's a Creed, <coughs> if there's a Creed 4, what they'll do. If he was smart, yeah. he'd wait like 10 years and do like Old Man Creed. Yeah. And train someone new. Um, Mission Impossible 3. I think it's been a while since I yeah. watched that. It's been... Again, Philip Seymour Hoffman's just so fucking awesome in that movie. I last watched it December of... Tw- I watched it the day after Christmas, December 2021. And October of 2020. It's a fall movie for you. Fall winter film. I guess. Now, I was going to say, maybe I'll watch it now, but I guess I can't. Yeah, I still need to re... I, I, I gotta get... The Bayhem has interrupted my Mission Impossible watch, yeah. so... I'll get back to those pretty soon. Because the first one came out this past... The, the newest one came out this past week. I wonder if I could get Colin to go to that. Maybe I'll... Maybe we'll throw on... Because we rewatch uh, 456. Yeah. 456? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Macquarie trilogy. Quite a bit. Oh, why did I click on you? That's not what I meant to do. Actually, why don't I just do it this way? Mission Impossible. Uh, there we go. Someone made a list for me. Good job. Uh, not Rogue, in order, but... <laughs> not necessarily. So, Rogue Nation... Oh, that I okay. So it's been you, a, you it's, did a rewatch. I did a rewatch um, of twenty twenty. So I haven't done one since then. Yeah, you should see a con will like them. Uh, how about not that one? They are not in order, are they? That's no, I think it's his ranking. Because there's Fallout. What did I just protocol. do? I did go. I did the. So this one also, I watched it the very next day. So where's Fallout? I've only logged Fallout once. Oh. April 12th, 2022. Weird. It is weird. Oh, you know why? Because it, it came out in 2018. If I watched it again, it was probably in 2019. Mm-hmm. In 2019, I was not logging rewatches. Yeah. So that just means I didn't watch it in 2020. Yeah. And then haven't seen it since uh, since then anyway. Um, maybe I'll just... Watch Fallout because you you don't have to watch them in any order. Oh. <laughs> so maybe I'll just that'll be the family movie tonight. Uh, I mean, all you need to know is yeah, he married Michelle Monaghan in part three. Yeah, but you don't even really need to know that. You well, should just show up again. It'd be nice to know. Oh who yes, she is, so. yeah. But you can get that from context. Yeah. 
Okay, maybe we should then. Yeah, watch Which it. one is the one where, that's Fallout, where she's the doctor at the camp, and that's where it ends, right? Yeah. And the, That's one with Henry Cavill. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I And I fucking love these movies, and I get them confused. Oh, yeah. I don't know what, what one well, it's or the like, other is well, called. Well, it's because, like, Sean Harris is the villain in, like, two or three of them. In, like, two and a half Rebecca of them. Rebecca Ferguson's in a couple of them. Yeah. Michelle Monaghan's in this one again. And if you told me that the Rebecca Ving Ferguson's... Ving is in fucking all of them. <laughs> if you told me Rebecca Ferguson's first one was either four or five, I would believe you. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Sean Harris. Yeah, the only thing is Renner is only in four, I think. Or, Ooh, that or might... does he show up again in five briefly? <laughs> I think he's only in one. Okay. So if that's four, then that's it. Um, yeah, I believe it's four that Renner is in. And that's Rogue Nation? Yes. <laughs> See, that's the other thing I don't know. I don't know which... Yeah, hey, there's there Rebecca is. Ferguson. Uh, so, where are we looking for, Renner? Yeah. Uh, there's going to be so many fucking... No, he was in two, you're right. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's right, because he was in a brief scene when they went to do the Alec Baldwin thing. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, wait, does, does Alec Baldwin... Wait, Ghost Protocol. Oh, no, Ghost Protocol is the fourth one. Yeah. Directed by Brad Bird. Okay. Yeah, that, well, that's what you just said. Yeah, okay, I was right. Okay, good. because yeah, we said the the Rogue Nation is five. Yeah, because that's the one he's briefly in. No, he's in a lot of this. Is he? This is the one that's... This is the one that takes place in Dubai. Oh, that's and right. And he has a big... He has a, yeah. This is where I he goes see. down onto the cart. So and, I gotta rewatch this shit, because I yeah. can't even remember them. I think... I, and again, I never fucking remember. I think Rogue Nation is my favorite one. <laughs> Maybe? But I don't know. Yeah. I the really the under, is that the one with the underwater thing? Yeah. He's gonna, okay. That one was good. Um, I'm kind of surprised I gave it a four. I'm surprised it passed me. Because I, I always just feel like I really like these movies. Oh, I do. I, I, I always like them. Uh, what did I give? What's the other one? The other one that I really like is Ghost Protocol. I also gave that a four. Did I give three? Man, I'm mean. I really like three. Two, I haven't rewatched in a very long... Yeah, I've never even logged two. Wow. I just watched the first one earlier this year just because I felt like it. Where the hell is that? Top right. There it is. Yeah. I just watched that. Yeah, I just watched that in February. So, yeah, maybe we'll bang out two of those before... Uh, too long, and then Colin and I can go to the movies. I'd love to take Robin, but we... I guess we could get a babysitter. Yeah. Our babysitter is home for the summer. There you go. I'm talking all this out on air. Um, you know, because Andrea and I are going to go see Oppenheimer on Friday. She's yeah. got Friday off, so we're going to get like a earlier showing when there hopefully won't be as many people there. Yeah. So I don't want to go to like a Friday fucking night showing. I don't want to go Although, see it. I don't want to go <clears> see it at like 7pm. Who am I, fucking 22? Right. I mean... It, on, I, on, obviously, give me an empty theater over anything else. But with the big recliners, I don't care that much if it's crowded. Yeah, because you're people, kind of far enough away from yeah, people. Yeah, people aren't as noticeable. That yeah. was nice seeing, like I said, when we saw. Um, Guardians? Nope. Christ. Guardians was pretty empty, too. That was nice. When I saw. Christ, the Wes Anderson film. I'm blanking on Oh, Asteroid, Asteroid City. Asteroid City, yeah. There was only like two other people down front and like two other people in the back. Yeah. That was it. And yeah, on one hand, it's like, oh, this is awesome. On the other hand, it's like, more people need to be coming to the fucking movies or these won't exist anymore. Yeah, which is like, that's the big thing this week. Mission Impossible did not do well. 
Really? Well, I guess it's, it made like $60 million, which is still pretty fucking big. Because they're like, it's still like one of the biggest openings for a Mission Impossible film. But they were hoping it would have like... Got, ma- they're hoping it would have hundred. Ma- they're hoping it would have Maverick numbers. Because it's got like a bunch of like $300 million. Yeah, especially right now where there's the strike. Yeah. And it's like... Studios are going to say, why should we pay you? Nobody's coming to these right. anymore. We yeah, can replace sucks. you all with AI and everything will be terrible. Although then I wouldn't have to buy as many new movies. <laughs> I could just keep buying my catalog just titles. Keep buying old shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I worry about that. Some, like whenever I start to panic about how if movies start to get really shitty, um, I always think about how easy it's been to find mm-hmm. more than enough shit just by looking up. Oh yeah. Dingy seventies movies. Oh yeah, I, I reorganized a bunch of my movies last week, and I was just like, I'm never gonna watch all of these again. No. Like, I have no. more than enough that... If I stopped working today, yeah. I could probably have time to watch them all. If I watched, like, one a day for the rest of my life without yeah. buying anything new ever again. That's why I, I'm just I'm I'm just really glad that there is... There's just no... Right. There's no way we're going to run out. Yeah. Because there's so many that I have not seen and... Yeah. So, I don't worry too much. Just, I mean, just looking at, like, the past two years, how many of my movies were, air quotes, new? Yeah. Like... 2022 or newer, very few. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still at like 60% first time watches this year. And that's yeah. with watching a lot of older shit. Well, uh, I've only watched uh, like 12 things from this year. <laughs> I See, I don't even, I don't hit that in a, in a full year, I don't think. Uh, current year yeah. watches, I mean, I have a shitload of new watches, but they're all, you know, blue collar and stuff like that. Diary films, year, 2020s, 2023 done i have watched asteroid city air creed blow up my life haunting a hypo okay so a bunch of these are going to be shit that i watched at the film festival yeah but okay asteroid city air creed 3 guardians of the galaxies renfield uh dungeons and dragons scream 6 evil dead rise are you there got it's me margaret infinity pool and knock at the cabin those are the new films for that i've watched from this year I just have Ant-Man, Super Mario, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Across the Spider-Verse, and Guardians. So four of those were theater watches. Yeah. Uh, yeah I still haven't even fucking watched Ant-Man or Super Mario yet, and they're both available now, so... Where's Mario? Uh, Peacock? It's coming to Peacock <clears throat> August at the beginning of August, but it's also available in Redbox now. Oh, yeah. So I'll drop the two bucks to watch that now. Um, <laughs> it was funny, we were, at, we were doing a Shaw's pickup the other day, and Robin was just kind of looking over, and she goes, "Who still uses Redbox?" And, like, I, and I go, "Dan is who." Yep. And she goes, "Why?" I said, "Because it's like two bucks a movie, mm-hmm. and because it's like to street to rent a stream to stream rent something is like fucking seven dollars now." Yeah. So like, it's two bucks. Yeah. That's why. And they're eventually in there used for sale. For yeah. Like Four. Yeah, I've, I've purchased a ton of shit for three ninety nine on disc um, that I might never watch again, but I own it anyway. So even I two more bucks, I don't have to ever worry about bringing it back. It is funny though. The following year, I do catch up. Well, it's, yeah, come. I mean, that's obvious. Come but like, like the fall, um, it's easy to catch up because I'm just looking at like. So in 2023, I'm now looking at 2022 movies. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 
12, 13. So I've watched 13 2022 movies this year. Um, last year, I did actually... Yeah, you're right. Once you hit fall, you catch up on a lot of these. Because yeah. my, my numbers at the end of 20... I mean, and that's obvious. I mean, you're not watching many 2022 movies in January. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I guess yeah, my all, point all, is all I don't... The, all the big blockbusters from right. like May to August start coming yeah. out in like October, Yeah, that's the November. other thing. Even if they... Even if they had time to get to streaming in January, nothing is out then. Yeah. So, um, I, I, I guess that makes sense. Moonfall. <laughs> Moonfall was hilarious. Moonfall. Uh, yeah, that was See, Bay just wants to be Roland Emmerich. He does. He just I, does, I, but he, he doesn't have fun. No, I think he thinks he's cooler Emmerich, than Emmerich, yeah, yeah, exactly. He thinks that he's cooler Emmerich than Emmerich has more fun than Bay and yeah. it shows. Uh, Emmerich understands what he's doing. Yeah. Bay thinks he's I don't know I don't know what he thinks but he thinks he's just kicking ass he's out ju- there. He's just making movies to jerk off to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that dude is jerked off to dailies. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, his PA must be fucking. Oh god, that PA is seen. I... That PA is seen some shit. <laughs> Uh, anything else? No. All right, we'll end on that note then. (laughs) Bye.